Welcome to the Pixel Swim Podcast, episode 58. I am Steve Heinrich, your host, and this is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey through design and technology and where they meet, plus other tidbits I find interesting. This episode is being recorded and released on Thursday, February 28th. 2019 last day of february so uh visit pixelswim.com for all of the show notes and social links if you want to follow along on this the 58th episode there's a a show notes page there's social media links on there and a comment contact form and yeah if, if you want to leave any feedback it's always appreciated and uh, all the links that i of the things that i talk about will be in the show notes uh, probably in your podcast app or you can just head over to pixelswim.com for those so Thanks for tuning in. Let's dive into our weekly notes and feedback and links. We probably should put feedback, weekly feedback notes and links, but this week mostly just feedback and notes. <laughs> it's just my ongoing journal of my my experience with the <laughs> mostly with this uh, new X1. Oh, man, the name of it is. <laughs> I'm still stumbling with it, but either way, Lenovo ThinkPad X1 Extreme. So I'll be talking a little bit about that in more depth again this week as I go through my experience with it, kind of the big tech thing happening in my life. But either way, I am just squeezing in this episode again. So much uh, so much work going on right now. So hopefully, again, that's part of why these are coming out on late Thursday here in the U.S. Uh, usually I'm able to record them on a Wednesday night and release them on a Thursday but yeah, things have been, it's been kind of crunch time in a lot of ways. So yeah, anyway, let's just dive in, like I said earlier. So thank you for your feedback uh, this week. A couple, just really just one bit of feedback here. And thank you to Guillermo Ortiz, who left a comment on the show notes page for the last episode. He says, as a student who sits a lot, he uses uh, the Modway Articulate Chair, and that has helped him uh, with his back woes because he sits a lot as a student so he suggested the modway articulate chair which he said he got on amazon and he i actually looked at that on amazon it actually looks really similar to the chair that i got at staples they may <laughs> it's not the same it definitely has uh, similar controls for tilt and the different kinds of tilt and etc so yeah thanks guillermo for reaching out about that i'll put a link to that modway articulate chair that uh, Guillermo suggested. And he also said that he picked up the first generation Pixel to have play with ROMing and, and you know, doing different things to, you know, playing with the Android phone. <laughs> so it's a good one to to pick up for, for doing that. I imagine that Pixel is it's still really fast, I imagine. And I imagine that it's, you know, there's a ton of support out there for it. So good choice. Anyway, I think that's it for the feedback. Uh, We'll say thanks to Kyle Helms, who we've just had kind of a running conversation in the Twitter DMs. So uh, thanks, Kyle, for all of that. And yeah, I think that 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 sums it up for the feedback this week. OK, so the next bit here is that I just want to continue to make sure I keep touching base on my my password management escapades, I guess you could say. It's it's kind of in limbo right now. I'm still planning on switching to KeePass, but as of right now, I'm still using NPass pretty much for everything, but we'll see. Like I said, it's been crunch time lately with all of the the work that I've been doing, so it it's just kind of on the back burner for now. But I thought I'd just touch base on that, so I haven't forgotten about it. It's just as much to keep me accountable to to switch over 
But anyway, let's go into the next section, of course, and I've been doing it every week, is the LG G6 Weekly Report. So, <laughs> again, I do this just to keep myself using that LG G6 because I'm trying to use it through the end of 2019. So, did not much to report this week again, but I did use the wide angle, wide angle camera again for work. We have, you know, there's a lot of... Again, when you're trying to get a shot in tight spaces, that wide angle camera on the, the G6 is a really nice tool to have, you know, and it's again, a lot of times I'm not necessarily taking photos for print purposes. So, you know, for the screen, a lot of the shots work well. And then you can I, I usually shoot in manual mode and to get the uh, the raw file as well, just in case we do want to do something more with it. So just good shots. And, and like I said, it makes my life a lot easier when I can, when I can get shots like that, you know, when you can stand a few feet away from something and get a picture of, you know, an entire, entire, whatever it is, you know, that's, it's just a really convenient feature on that G6. And honestly, probably one of my favorite things about it, it, because it, like I said, it just makes my life a lot easier instead of trying to piece together a bunch of photos from you know one camera then I, I can literally get it in one shot and be good to go but yeah that's it though really for this uh, weekly report on the LG G6 so just again <laughs> keeping me accountable but and uh, yeah anyway okay so the main chunk of my notes for this week and this has kind of become like I said like a journal I'm kind of audio journal of my experiences with this Lenovo ThinkPad X1 Extreme uh, my continued thoughts and experiences with it. So, and I think the reason I keep going over the this <laughs> this computer is because it's obviously a big piece of tech for me. So, and like I say at the top of the show, this is kind of my my personal journey. So, this is a huge part of that tech journey for me. But anyway, let's go into the notes and my experiences and thoughts this week for the the X1 Extreme. The first note that I have here is that I'm finally kind of settling into the keyboard. <laughs> I mentioned in the initial experience with it is that the, you know, using the keyboard was kind of weird and and not very easy, you know, switching to a new keyboard is always strange when it's uh kind of built differently. So I'm actually settling in and, and typing faster, I think, than I did when I was on my previous laptop. So that's good news because the the keys are very nice. It's a very solid keyboard. I think I mentioned that too. So yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I that I touch base on the fact that I am I'm I think I'm pretty much back into typing how I was before, if not faster. I mean, there's still a few situations where I'm not as fast because we you know with some specialty buttons, <laughs> special you know like the home and the end button and stuff like that. I'm still kind of getting used to the placement of some of these things. And the arrow keys, honestly, they're throwing me off. I think more than anything, they're kind of down further on the keyboard than any of the other keys. So just uh, and they're a little bit small, but either way, I'll probably get used to that the more that I use them too. So the next note that I have here is that I set the battery settings to prolong the life of the battery. So in the Lenovo Vantage app on Windows 10, which kind of is a hub for all of your your hardware needs with your Lenovo machine. Uh, one of the things that they offer, which is really nice, is you can turn on a setting to extend the, the life of the battery. And this is meant to be for people who 
haven't who who don't really use the battery very often. So for me, I keep my I keep it plugged in, you know, most of the time because I don't need to be unplugged most of the time. So that would that setting kind of applies for me. And so essentially what it does is it will keep the battery at 80% and let it drop to 75% and then charge it back up to 80%. So I mean, much like in the cell phone world, you know, when you keeping the battery at a certain level and, 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 you know, not letting it go too low and and etc. So yeah, it's just a setting to to help the battery in the device last longer. So I turn that on right away because that is my exact use case (laughs) as I I keep it plugged in most of the time. So as far as the the performance of the machine, I'm still kind of evaluating it because it, you know, obviously it's very specced out with the the i7, the the H Gen i7 processor and etc and so I'm, I'm still kind of evaluating that i want to give a verdict on that yet but the, <clears throat> the one thing i will say is that the the extra ram is already paying off so the i i noticed that right now right before i started recording this with uh, the things that i have open when i usually record the podcast which is you know a lot of browser tabs etc that I'm sitting at 11.6 gigabytes of RAM <laughs> that I'm using currently. And on my previous machine, it, I had a maxed, maxed out at 12 gigabytes uh, total for RAM. So um, like I mentioned before, this one has this uh, X1 has 32 gigabytes of RAM. So yeah, obviously when it's if the room is there, the, the computer will use it. And, and honestly, it's kind of showing me a little bit how everything gets managed, how the RAM is managed in Windows. And if there is the room that the the PC will, you know, obviously use it if it's if it's available. So without going too extreme. So, yeah, the like I said, the RAM is to me, it's it's already worth the money just for the RAM because of the type of multitasking with heavy applications that I kind of do with, especially in the Adobe software suite. So, okay, so then I just want to mention not mention, actually talk a little bit about a a few peripherals, peripherals (laughs) that I got for the laptop, for for the new laptop here. So this is kind of just my way of rounding out my my whole new computer experience. So obviously I got a really high-end computer for the first time in my life. (laughs) So I just wanted to kind of make sure that I have all of the accessories and everything, accessorize it. So I have the full experience without lacking anything uh, for, you know, like I said, for the first time in my life, I'm dealing with a legit beast of a computer. So I just want to make sure that I have everything on hand that I could possibly want with this. So I mentioned this last time, I think I got a two pack of their the brand Ranky, R-A-N-K-I-E USB adapters, and those are the USB-C adapters because there are four are two USB 2.0 ports on the right side of the, the PC and then there's two USB-C, USB-A, I'm sorry, that's USB-A on the right side and USB-C, two of them on the left side. So most of the stuff that I have runs off of USB-A and so <laughs> I had to, well I didn't have to, but I 
in order to not, you know, have to unplug anything on the right side, I just got these adapters so I can continue to plug things into the left side. And that's how I actually have my USB microphone plugged in right now is through one of these adapters. So yeah, I've worked. They've, they're really nice. They're like a metal build. They stay solidly in the, the USB-C port. And yeah, that's, I, I couldn't ask for more from them. I mean, they've got the the USB 3.0 speeds or whatever that, you know, the blue, the blue USB <laughs> port color. So yeah, they've been really good. Uh, one of the note, a note on these, these USB-C connectors on the, or the, the, the ports on the side of the PC itself is this week I actually tried to plug in and this could be part of my G6 report is that I've tried to plug my LG G6 into them. So USB-C on the LG G6 and then I have a cord that is USB-C on both ends. And so I plugged one into the G- into the G6 and the other into one of these USB-C ports and nothing happened. <laughs> it didn't connect. It didn't see the device. It didn't charge. It didn't do anything. So it was a little bit like, what is the deal? I don't know if it's the cord or whatever, because I recently watched a video and I forgot pretty much all the information in it about the different types of USB-C and the cords and and ports and the power can, you know, all of that stuff. So I don't know if it has something to do with that. I didn't have much time to investigate it. I just plugged in a USB-C to USB-A into the computer. So just because I had to, to get some photos off of it for work. So yeah, just uh, something to keep in mind. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to have to investigate that a little bit further. But uh, one of the other peripherals that I got is the Lenovo ThinkPad Pen Pro. And so when I was initially looking at this computer to potentially purchase it, uh, of course, I watched a lot of reviews. And then uh, Lisa Gade on Mobile Tech Review of her uh, her review of this X1, she used this this uh, pen, this pen, this uh, ThinkPad Pen Pro in her review, basically showing off that it works. It wasn't necessarily something that Lenovo advertises, but she showed it off in the video that it works. And so, yeah, I, I actually ordered one of those uh, to have because I, you know, I actually <laughs> wouldn't mind using the touchscreen for a little bit more precision, you know, with a little bit more precision uh, in certain parts of my job. And then also just as, you know, part of having the computer, I want to try it out with that. I, I have I tried it out a little bit with the Fresh Paint app on Windows 10, which you can get through the Windows 10 store. So, yeah, I've been. You know, it's kind of a nice little extra thing to have. And and the weird thing about the pen, and I know this, maybe it's not that weird, but the pen uses a quadruple A battery. So think of a triple A battery and shrink it down a little bit. And that's what the pen uses. So clearly there's some sort of power consumption going on with the pen and the screen and the, the pressure and all of that stuff. I have to look a little bit more into that, but I wanted to get one in just so I'd have the option, you know, to have that precision drawing or whatever on the screen in case I, you know, in case I wanted to do to do that. So, yeah, so I got that ThinkPad Pen Pro in. The next peripheral <laughs> that I got in is the Lenovo ThinkPad Ethernet expansion cable. So, on this X1 Extreme, there is no Ethernet port for an Ethernet cord. It uh, they actually have a proprietary little extra port. So, that you can plug in an expansion cable. So I just wanted to have this on hand 
to, you know, just in case uh, going to work or going anywhere that so I can plug in an Ethernet cable. And I know you can do this with different accessories for USB-C ports or USB-A ports. So but I, they have the proprietary port on the side. And so and, you know, if there's a situation where for some reason I'm using every single USB port that I could plug in this expansion cable to find, you know, to be able to to fully use every port you know just in case i i need ethernet plus all my usb ports you know and and then it's just nice to not have to use up a usb port if you don't have to so and just in my head i know it's physically it's not the worst thing in the world but i just wanted to have it on hand like i said i'm just trying to round out my whole experience here so i did have some trouble finding the this cable uh again the port is like a tiny it's a tiny little sort of proprietary port on on the side on the left side of the machine next to the USB-C ports but I did have some trouble finding it but I eventually found out that it was and that this is probably not the you know the most useful information for everybody but the model of it is the 4x90f84315 and so that's the Lenovo part number it's a specific Lenovo cable and I had trouble because there's a lot of I, I don't know why, but there for like the X1 Carbon, there is a proprietary expansion cable port and it's not the same as the one that's on the X1 Extreme. And so had a little trouble tracking this down, but I did find it and order that and got that in. So I have that'll be one of the things I just carry with me, you know, just to have on hand just in case. So uh, and the last thing that I got as far as peripherals, I don't know if it counts towards the computer itself, but I did get a Samsonite modern utility double shot backpack. So I got a new backpack to carry everything around. <laughs> My uh, current backpack backpack is a Lenovo backpack. It's a th- it's like a thin style backpack. So essentially it's made for computers and then maybe like an, an few notepads you know or something like that and it just you know even from the the beginning when I got this backpack a couple years ago and I've been you know using my my old laptop with it it just never really had enough storage space in it and I've been using it now recently and I it just gets really packed tight you know and it's that's not good to be smashing all of the the computer and all of you know the mouse and everything just being smashed in the bag so not exactly a great or fun thing and but i've just been using it because i did order it's a nice you know nicely made backpack uh, it's a gray one and orange on the inside but yeah that's the old backpack <laughs> anyway back on to this samsonite modern utility double shot backpack i actually saw it when i was at staples when i was checking out the chairs to buy there and we you know, went home and did my my research to try and find it cheaper because staples most everything there is usually overpriced so i did find it cheaper online and decided to order it actually directly from samsonite themselves so yeah of course samsonite is a you know pretty big luggage creator and so, yeah, I just got the backpack to solve the problem of carrying all my stuff around because I was trying to come up with a solution actually this last week in carrying all my little tech stuff like these extra adapters and cords and and things like that. And I was, buying, you know, getting these these little containers 
that, you know, one of them's like a travel pill case. One of them was like a little craft organizer. One was like a little hardware organizer and just these little plastic case, clear plastic cases to put everything in. But even then, putting it in my current backpack, the it just everything was so tightly fit in there and it just no room to to add anything or, you know, just everything I worried about it getting crushed. So I just, again, just decided to get this. Uh, it's a bigger backpack and nicely made. You know, I had hands on with it at Staples. So I just decided that I would find it and get it and solve my solution, you know, solve the, the problem of not having enough storage when I'm on the go, because I've actually been going and out quite a bit for work and uh, are leaving the house. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully this will be uh, a good solution for that and that it it looks like it has plenty of pockets on you know and it does have tech in mind this backpack there is you know the compartment the zippered compartment for the laptop itself and you know a middle pocket is another zippered pocket big area to you know put other other things and then there's some front pockets and etc and little extra storage pockets and and stuff like that to to keep everything with me on the go without it being so cramped and yeah it, it has some side pockets the my current backpack had did not have side pockets which was actually for me is actually kind of a you know it'd be a big deal not a big deal but it'll be really nice just to have some side pockets to throw a bottle of water in or you know few snacks for when I go out and usually I don't get to lunch very often when I do go into work. So it's nice to be able to have those and not have to take up the space in in the backpack itself, you know. So for me, all of this is is really nice, you know, that like I said, it's just been kind of a an experience of trying to round out my my whole new laptop thing you know it's been kind of a treat yourself <laughs> treat yourself situation so it's been interesting to to find the the things that i have just been living with you know the the, the issues that i've just kind of got along got on with over the years and and kind of kind of getting out of that mind frame with this so yeah I'm, I'm looking really looking forward to getting that backpack in and getting everything switched over there which i mean it won't take too long i don't take a ton of stuff with me but it'll just be nice to to have a nice backpack <laughs> you know i know i just it's, it's a lot of these things are like commonplace for a lot of people but for me i'm just you know like i said i've been living without for a long time so it's nice to to upgrade everything finally but yeah, I think that about wraps it up for the X1 Extreme notes for this week. So I got a lot of extra things for it coming or a few things in just that backpack that I'm waiting on uh, supposed to be delivered today. Again, if I if you hear the loud crash and a running, that's me going to the door for the FedEx person. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, that, that I'll leave it at that for the X1 Extreme this week. And yeah, we'll move on to the next thing. All right, so this next thing is actually the last thing in my notes here for this week. And it kind of it, it may sound like it flies in the face of what I've been saying about the LG G6 being the only phone I'm going to use in 2019, but I actually did buy another phone. <laughs> surprise, surprise, right? But this one, this one, this actually makes sense because actually back in episode 53, 
of my podcast here. I had to go back and check and make sure and kind of justify things that, that I actually did mention this. But in episode 53, I mentioned that I and this was for my te- my tech goals for the year is that I mentioned that I wasn't going to buy any other phones this this year as a flagship phone. You know, I wasn't going to buy any phones that I was going to try and use as my my daily driver. But one phone that I did mention that if I had the opportunity to purchase was the Nokia N9. And so this I actually did buy the Nokia Nokia N9 this week. Uh, This one of the phones that I really wanted for my archive. I regretted selling it back when I did. And but obviously when I had the the Nokia N9 originally and I've talked about the, the N9 in in past episodes is I I it was around the time that it was fairly new you know the 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 device was had been not out for very long and so uh, I regret selling it back then but I actually did get a good price for it back then uh, because it was still you know (laughs) it hadn't flopped yet so and the the reason that I got this week is that I do you, I did join the PSC classifieds group on MeWe, and of course that's a group mainly in the UK for all the people who follow the phone show chat to kind of, you know, it's like a classified section where they can sell their their tech. And so I just look through there every once in a while. I never really want to actually, you know, be, tell these people in the UK, hey, send this over to me in the US. But I did see that Steve Litchfield was selling his Nokia N9. He's clearing out his his cupboards, per se, his little spring cleaning with some of his tech. And so I thought, you know what, it's the one one device that I said I would, you know, that I would get for my archive if I had the chance. And so I saw that he posted it and I, you know, shot him an email and he was more than he was kind enough to to actually uh, accept the offer and and send it over to me. So that is over the Atlantic somewhere, probably in a hot air balloon on its way to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, so, yeah, I paid. Of course, I, I you know, because he had to send it. Uh, you know, with the customs form and obviously sending it is a little bit more expensive sending it to me than in the UK. So I paid a little bit extra for the shipping too. But either way, I'm really looking forward to getting that in the, you know, in the mail. So the N9 was really a device that I that I missed <laughs> after I got rid of it, even though it, it's probably going to be useless now. I, I can't imagine that a whole lot of stuff works on there. But like I said, for the archives, I, I saw the opportunity and I thought, why not? So and with that said, there is and I want to put this on the the record so I can justify it in the future, too. There's probably just one other phone that I would want to purchase for the archive, and I might do it sooner rather than later, is the the Microsoft Lumia 640. Now, uh, this isn't the the uh, high end device. It's just one of my favorite Windows phone devices. And I had the T-Mobile version of it here in the U.S., and it was just, yeah, it was one of my favorites. The The camera really wasn't that great on it. But for some reason, I just got on with that phone very well. And of course, it, it has a Windows Phone 8.1 on it. I think that's obviously where it ended. Uh, and But it was back when that was actually it was it was a lot easier to use 8.1 back then because, you know, they hadn't abandoned the system yet. Uh, and so it was just a, 
a good all around device in my opinion. And I really enjoyed using it. So I'll probably get one of those in for the archive too. I think that's it. I think that's the, those are the, the N9 and the 640 are the only ones that I would, I would want to have out, you know, outside of the ones that I already have. So that's, I, again, if I, if I think of another one, which I, which I can't offhand, but yeah, I think that's it for now. I think those will be the only ones that I'll, that I'll want to have for the archive. But again, I'm sure <laughs> in the future may, that may change, but but if looking over my phone history list, it's those are the ones, the ones that I have already. And then the the N9 and the 640 are the those are the only ones that I that I miss having, you know, that I wish that I had on hand. But and also just with that said, I did see and that the Windows device recovery tool and some of Microsoft servers went offline this past uh, past few days which got me a little bit nervous, a little bit worried that they were going to shut down support for all of the, you know, the firmware that they keep on their servers for recovering some of these older Windows phones. So, but I guess it, it did come back up, thank God. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it won't be too big a deal to put the the original firmware or whatever back on some of these devices in a in, in case, you know, or if just to just to refresh them a little bit. So I'm glad to hear that that's back up. But yeah, so the N9's coming, 640, looking at you on eBay, coming for you. <laughs> Either way, I just wanted to mention that I bought another phone. So it's just who I am. That's I'm a, I'm a phone geek, and that's it. That's all there is to it. All right, so let's wrap things up here. This is a little bit shorter this week, but like I said, I've been trying to squeeze these podcasts in in between all the work. So I'm just happy to be able to to, to share all of these thoughts throughout the week because, again, I started this podcast so I could you know, have an outlet for this stuff, and I'm just happy that anybody's still listening to me yammer on about it. But either way, visit pixelswim.com for all the show notes and social links. And if you want to get in contact or leave feedback or whatever, yeah, reach out positive, negative, I don't care. So (laughs) I'll take it all. So thanks for tuning in again to episode 58 of the Pixel Swim podcast and just have a great afternoon or evening or midsummer's dream or midwinter's dream, or really kind of coming to the end of winter's dream, or whatever time it is when you're listening to this. So thanks again, and Godspeed.